0: By July 4th this year, numerous fires were burning in Colorado. The 416 near Durango and the Spring Creek in the southern part of the state have been the biggest so far, in addition to others. As everyone knows, fires destroy and reshape ecosystems, but they also affect the chemistry of the waters that we eventually drink. Water providers like that in Fort Collins, Colorado, spend a lot of effort making sure that when their customers turn on the tap, clean, safe water comes out. And you don't want it to smell smoky, like you're drinking out of a canteen near a campfire. Until recently, there hasn't been much research about how wildfires change the chemistry of water and what utilities have to do to treat it. Jill Oropesa is the Water Quality Services Manager for Fort Collins Utilities.
1: The High Park fire, which happened in 2012, was the first time that we'd ever seen some really major and sustained impacts on the water quality in the Poudre River. So... Um, We were suddenly having to, needed to understand what is kind of our new normal in this watershed.
0: The High Park fire was started by lightning six years ago, about 15 miles west of Fort Collins. It destroyed nearly 260 homes, burned more than 85,000 acres, and killed one person. The fire surrounded parts of the Poudre River, one of the two water sources for Fort Collins. The city reached out to the research community to help answer questions about how fires affect what comes down the river afterwards. They turned to Fernando Rosario, an associate professor in the University of Colorado's Civil, Environmental, and Architectural Engineering Program. His study, funded by the Water Research Foundation, started with much field work, then headed into the lab because one obviously can't go start a new fire in the field to see what happens.
2: We would go and collect soils and and litter from their watersheds and then essentially simulate the wildfire conditions in the lab and create a, a synthetic um, water, wildfire impacted water that actually match some of the properties that we had observed in the High Park fire.
0: Then they did studies to see how to effectively treat those waters. One major problem water utilities have is carbon. Again, Jill Oropeza of Fort Collins Utilities. We
1: have as a water treatment plant some really specific treatment removal requirements um, to get rid of as much of that organic carbon out of our water as possible.
0: The reason they have to do that is because the carbon can interact with chlorine they use to treat the water and create disinfection byproducts that are carcinogenic and strictly regulated by the EPA. Seems ironic that the chemical used to treat water can create contaminants if there are too many other contaminants in the water. One of the things that Fernando Rosario found after using different levels of heat on soils is the amount of organic carbon released.
2: What we observe is, you know, a high burning fire may give you more ashes, for example, more, it's more damaging to the watershed. But at that, at that high temperature, the amount of carbon being released from the
0: soil will be lower. A lower temperature wildfire may be less damaging to the watershed, but it will release more organic carbon, creating more problems for water treatment professionals and likely higher utility bills for consumers. Oropeza adds that before the new research, no one was looking at how to treat wildfire affected water. She says that the practical value is to the provider, to be prepared, which can lead to keeping costs down for consumers. And as far as global warming, Oropeza says, The
1: increasing number and intensity of fires happening because of the climate drivers, the expected occurrence and impacts to water utilities is just expected to only increase. So It's something that is increasingly on our radar as well as most other utilities.
0: From Denver for H2O Radio, I'm Jamie Sudler.